0: If you haven't grabbed a Bible, then uh, now's the time to do so. This morning's reading is going to be from Luke chapter 23, starting at verse 13 to verse 25. That's Luke chapter 23, starting at verse 13. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people, and said to them, You brought me this man as one who's inciting your people to rebellion. I have examined in your presence and found no basis for your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. As you can see, he has done nothing to deserve death. Therefore, I will punish him and then release him. But the whole crowd shouted, away with this man, release Barabbas to us. Barabbas had been thrown into prison for insurrection in the city and for murder. Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate appealed to them again, but they kept shouting, crucify him, crucify him. For the third time, he spoke to them. Why? What crime has this man committed? I have found in him no grounds for the death penalty. Therefore, I will have him punished and then release him. But with loud shouts, they insistently demanded that he be crucified and their shouts prevailed. So Pilate decided to grant their demand. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, the one they asked for, and surrendered Jesus to their will. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Thank you, Emily, for reading that. Uh, And lovely to see you all this morning uh, on this Good Friday. Uh, It's uh, slightly different, um, but it is uh, lovely that we can join together Uh, anyway. Um, and we're going to spend a few minutes thinking about those verses we've just read. And we're going to do it uh, by thinking about swaps. I don't know if there's things that you like to swap. I'm sure some of us uh, like to swap uh, trading cards. You know, you start collecting them. Uh, you end up with this huge pile of swapsies. And so you have to go to your mates and say, oh, I'll give you your uh, Elsa. Um, and then maybe I can get Luke Skywalker back in return. Uh, I thought that's a swap Paul would like, uh, or you know, you go and maybe there are other ones and you go through and you're, you're trying to complete your book, trying to fill it uh, all up and get everything in. You know, it's good to do the swaps and a uh, great satisfaction uh, when the book is complete. All those swaps uh, suddenly seem worthwhile when you've uh, been able to, to, to do all that. I'm sure there's many of us uh, at the moment who'd like to swap our current situation. Maybe being able to go out for a walk in the countryside, maybe be able to see our friend, family and friends as we normally would over the Easter weekend. This is hard at the moment. And I'm sure many of us would like to swap the situation we find ourselves in for something different. See, swaps can be really good. And there is a really good swap in that passage from the Bible uh, that we just read. Uh, But first, we need to meet uh, the two characters who were brought uh, before Pilate. Uh, The first one of them uh, is uh, a man called Barabbas. and He was brought before Pilate. Pilate was the the Roman governor uh, who, as we'll see, has the power uh, to sentence people to death. Uh, And Luke, the writer uh, of this account of Jesus' life, uh, tells us a little bit about Barabbas in verse 19. Barabbas had been thrown into prison for an insurrection in the city and for murder. You see, here's a man who had done bad things. He'd orchestrated a riot in the city against its leaders. Not only that, uh, but he'd also committed murder. Here was a man who, when he was brought to trial, it was an easy decision for any jury. He was guilty. Now, the second man we meet is Jesus. Now, Jesus had been brought before Pilate by the Jewish priests and rulers. Their claim was that he was causing a people to rebel against the Roman authorities. But really, they were bringing him because they just didn't like him. They didn't like his teaching. They didn't like his miracles. They didn't like the fact he gained a following. They thought that he was ruining their religion, and so they wanted rid of him. But the thing about Jesus is that Pilate couldn't find anything wrong with him. Look at verse, verse 14, for example. I have examined him in your presence and have found no basis for your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us, as you can see, He has done nothing to deserve death. Or verse 22. For the third time he spoke to them. Why? What crime has this man committed? I have found in him no grounds for the death penalty. Pilate. Luke recalls these words multiple times. Pilate could find nothing wrong with Jesus. That's because he'd done nothing wrong. There were no claims. There was no evidence against him. Jesus was perfect. He... Was innocent. And so as Pilate is standing there, this this crowd of Jewish officials and people looking to him to make a decision, he thinks about these two men, about Barabbas and about Jesus. And rightly he seems one who deserves a death penalty and one who doesn't. You see Barabbas was clearly guilty, so he deserved death. Jesus was clearly innocent, so he deserved life. That made sense. But the crowd had different ideas. They wanted Jesus dead, so they asked for Barabbas to be released instead. Crucify him, crucify him, they shout to Jesus. Release Barabbas. And three times Pilate tries to change their minds. But their shouts just get louder and louder. Crucify him, crucify him. And Pilate isn't strong enough to stand up to them. So he does one of the most remarkable swaps in history. Look at verse 25. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, the one they asked for, and surrendered Jesus to their will. He did this. He swapped Jesus and Barabbas. Barabbas walks free. Jesus. Is sent to be killed. Barabbas is treated like he's done nothing wrong, innocent. Jesus is treated like the guilty criminal. Barabbas is given life because Jesus dies instead of him. And imagine how Barabbas would have felt that day. He knew he was going to be killed any day now. He knew he deserved it. And yet He was allowed to walk out of prison like he'd done nothing wrong. What joy, what excitement, what what disbelief must he have been feeling. A smile from from ear to ear, a spring in his step. And no doubt a huge sense of relief uh, as he heads off to probably a, a big celebratory party. See, Barabbas gets the best swap you can ever imagine. And as we look back at that first Good Friday, and are rightly amazed at this happening, we question how could the Son of God, Jesus, the only person, perfect person who ever lived, how could he be killed like a guilty criminal? But Jesus suffered this horrific, this this criminal's death, because it was all part of God's plan. Is the reason Jesus came to earth. So that this remarkable swap can happen for any of us. Let me do it a different way. i just put Jesus back over here on the innocent side. Uh, because, uh, you know, we were just singing earlier, aren't we, of Jesus' life. Uh, we know he lived the perfect life. A life that showed what life could really be like to the full. Jesus is innocent. He has life. But we, on the other hand, all of us, we're all guilty. That's probably not causing riots, it's probably not uh, of murder, but we are all guilty before God. See, unlike Jesus, we don't always follow God's will. We don't always obey his commands. We don't love him with all we are. We don't love our neighbours as ourselves. And the Bible tells us that that sin, those shameful acts, make us guilty. And the, uh, and the outcome of that guilt is death. You see, we are like Barabbas. We are guilty and we deserve death. But the astounding, the remarkable news of that first Easter is we're also like Barabbas in another way. Because as Jesus died of the cross, he was performing that perfect swap for us. This is what happened that first Good Friday. See, Jesus died... Instead of us. He took all the punishment for the guilt. uh, And we swapped places with him. So we're now innocent and we deserve life. We are given eternal life. And that's the most remarkable swap in the history of the world. It's far better than trading cards. It's the most remarkable swap. And it happened that first Good Friday. And it's a swap we all need. And it's a swap that's available to anyone who asks. You have to say to Jesus, I know you died on the cross that first Good Friday. And I can see you were dying instead of me. I'm the guilty one. I'm the one who deserved that punishment. And yet you died instead of me. Thank you. And if you say that, and you can do it for the first time today. If, if you say that, then God will do this swap for you. And no longer will we be guilty and deserving of death, we'll be innocent and given everlasting life. Uh, many of us who are listening, I know, have uh, already done this swap uh, in our lives. We've asked Jesus to do it for us. And once that swap has happened, can I tell you, there is no swapping back. Jesus has taken the full extent of that punishment as he hung there on the cross that first Good Friday. He took all the punishment uh, for anyone asked for this swap to happen. There's no more to be given out. Our salvation is secured. And so Good Friday is an opportunity for us to remember that. Remember the extent of what Jesus had to go through for this swap to happen. It is a time to solemnly reflect on the horrific death Jesus went through for us. For us who deserved it. But he who took it. And this swap also makes Good Friday a time for us to be like Barabbas. uh, That very first Good Friday as he walked out of prison. As we think about the swap, it is right it brings a smile to our face. It is right it puts a spring in our step and brings a huge sense of relief. Jesus' death has achieved this. The Apostle Paul wrote, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that him we might become the righteousness of God. Uh, That is the amazing swap of the first Good Friday. It is something uh, to solemnly think about uh, as we remember what Jesus had to go through. It is something to be grateful and hugely thankful for because it's brought us innocence and life. What a God we have. It would do that. And we're going to spend some time reflecting uh, on that just now. As we listen to the song, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross, a wonderful song uh, that talks about these things. Perhaps as we're listening, uh, you could get a bit of paper uh, and you could write uh, on the bit of paper something that makes you guilty before God. Uh, think of that, that thing that makes you feel guilty as we're listening. And then screw it up and throw it away. Then get another bit of paper and write big letters, the words, innocent. Because that is now what we are because of what Jesus did that first Good Friday. That is the amazing truth. Let's listen to this song as we reflect on that.